Hello and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm John Sellers, the children's reviews editor at Publishers Weekly. Today I'm speaking with Margaret Stoll, author of the Icon series, as well as the co-author with Cami Garcia of the best-selling Beautiful Creatures series, as well as the spin-off series Dangerous Creatures. Beautiful Creatures was also made into a film in 2013. This fall, Stoll is dipping into the Marvel Universe with Black Widow Forever Red, featuring Russian spy turned S.H.I.E.L.D. agent turned Avenger Natasha Romanoff. The book is being published in October by Marvel Press, an imprint of Disney Book Group, which is sponsoring this podcast. Margaret, thanks for speaking with me. No, I'm excited to be here. So did you come to this project as an existing fan of the Marvel Universe and its characters? I did. I'm a huge fan. I have been for a long time. I have three fangirl daughters at home, and one of them just flipped out uh, when she found out I was working on Black Widow. I originally worked on the first Spider-Man game that uh, Marvel did with Activision, and I worked on Fantastic Four because I was a game developer for about 16 years. So I have love as a fangirl, and I have love as an adapter and a developer within a different part of the Marvel Universe, and I've really, really just been aware of the honor, I think, of um, the responsibility of doing this this time around. So Mm -hmm. it's great. And as far as uh, Black Widow specifically, is that a character you were familiar with from the video game days, maybe even earlier with comics? Or do you remember when you first? No, definitely comics. But also from video games, you know, I've been to Comic-Con every year since we, you know, we used to go before it was even, you know, in San Diego when it was up at the Shrine in L.A. So like, You know, this is the world we sort of come out of. So it's kind of exciting to go through comics and games and, you know, love the movies and come right into a prose novel. And actually, I got to... uh, to write my very first comic book. So they issued Red Widow for Strike in uh, Mockingbird number one, which is part of a 50 Years of S.H.I.E.L.D. promotion Marvel's doing. So, uh, I mean, I actually, I'd never... I'd read them, but I'd never actually designed, you know, sort of the the dialogue and uh, called out the shots for a comic book. So that was super exciting. Like, best job ever. Well, it sounds like you, you know, you, this is obviously not your first time kind of playing around in the Marvel Universe. But, you know, yeah. in, your, in your previous books and series, you've created your own worlds with their own histories and mythologies. You know, as a writer, is it a nice kind of break or departure to get to play around in, in a universe and with characters that someone else has already sort of set in motion or set up? Well, you know, um, it's no less work, but if you're really doing your job right, none of it is ever any less work. You know, I mean, you have to build a universe from scratch every time you're building a universe. The difference is when someone gives you a rule set, it's harder and easier, you know, because you have a place to start from, but you have so many things to be respectful of and you have to be so aware of what you need to do for your part of the world and the universe and also what your reader and your fan is really going to need from you so there's a lot of there's maybe more responsibility in a certain way Mm -hmm. so now it seems natural that one of the first things you might need to do when doing a a black widow ya novel is get some uh, teenage characters in there uh so, so can you talk a little bit about some of the ones you created for the story Yeah, I created um, Anna Orlova, who's a Russian teenager who's grown up in the United States. And there is really a great introduction to that character in the comic book, in the Red Widow comic. But um, 
we needed kind of a, a way to connect to Black Widow. We didn't want to, we wanted to jump around in time and get to see Natasha, you know, Romanoff in the past, but, but I also wanted a real teen voice taking us through the story. And um, I was lucky because Emily Meehan at, on the Disney side and Sana Amanat on the Marvel side are probably the two smartest women I've ever worked with. So they had a lot of shared respect for sort of the process and the character and doing it really right. So it was kind of like there was a lot of spitballing and a lot of back and forth with Marvel and Disney. And um, that made my job easier because everybody was on the same page. But yes, Anna Orlova is a teen uh, and there's many things I can't tell you that you need to read for yourself, but there is a storyline that runs sort of on a parallel for her and for the Black Widow, and there are a lot of angles to their relationship that will unfold as the story goes forward. So it's fascinating. Well, also because Black Widow is a big mystery, so getting to sort of tell the story of, you know, Natasha Romanoff that you didn't know for the first time was a huge, you know, responsibility. It was great. Mm -hmm. uh, speaking of, you know, her Russian background is certainly very front and center in the book. Um, did, yeah. you, did you know that was something you were going to dive into quite a bit? I did. I don't think there's any way, you know, anyone who knows anything about <laughs> Black Widow knows that she was a defector and she's worked for two governments and she's been on, you know, she's been a formidable enemy and she's been a great friend of the same agency. So, you know, that's that's definitely in that for her. And so that was a story. I knew I wanted to tell a Red Room story, and Marvel was clear about that. That's the sort of training agency Natasha comes out of. And you see it in uh, the former Soviet Union in Russia. And you see some of that with uh, Agent Carter. You know, they've dug into that a little bit on the last season. So I love it when sort of all the Marvel worlds start to... Um, align, which I think they increasingly do. And so that was, that was definitely in there for what I wanted to do. I wanted cameos. I wanted, you know, to know what was going on with the Avengers during the reality of, you know, where she is in this story. I wanted the, that fabulous Marvel sense of there are heroes in this world. There are superheroes in this world, you know, that is so much like our own, except for it has seen the battle of New York and all these things. And, um, and that is sort of, I feel like that was one of the fun things to play with. But this is, the focus is definitely, this is a widow story, whether it's the Red Widow or the Black Widow. This is, this is driven by them. Mm -hmm. And there's actually a, a fair amount of uh, kind of Russian phrases and words in the book. Um, yeah. Usually as transliteration is not Cyrillic or anything. Did you, was that no. something you had any pre-existing knowledge of? Uh, well, we, we had it in Cyrillic at one point, but um, Cyrillic, you know, like once you leave the alphabet that, um, that all the Western translations of it will be in. It's so confusing. Like you can't piece together even like any part of an understanding. Mm -hmm. So it became more realistic, but it just didn't advance the narrative for a, a good number of translations. So we, uh, we let that go. But fortunately, I went to college with a couple um, fabulous Russian speakers and also uh, a professor of Russian literature was one of them and uh, someone who'd lived in Latvia and in Russia and, uh, and then also uh, with you, their Ukrainian friend. So I, I, we really vetted it quite a bit, actually. 
coming out of video games, mm. I'm full of designers to double check my weapons, you know, language with. And, you know, you look at any video game designer's house, it's full of encyclopedias of weapons, warfare, you know, tanks. That's part of it. So that I had a lot of fun with also. Mm-hmm. What was the uh, the balance like in terms of what you specifically created uh, for this story, whether it was a character or a certain element versus sort of, I guess, I don't know if it's canon or not, but some of the existing Marvel elements that you were pulling from? Well, uh, technically, you know, it's it's canon. Mm-hmm. This is all canon. Okay. So, but we, I, it was a, it was a back and forth where I made sure everything was exactly in line with what, you know, how Marvel wanted it to unfold, and they ended up, as the process went on, I think trusting me with more and more of it because they saw, you know, I I was uh, I was a believer. So I think that's you know that's always I think when you work with any publishing house, that's what it's like. It's like, okay, we get to know each other. We can do this. You got it. We all we're on the same page. You know. Well, you know, you, you mentioned of course your background in video games. Um, you've got several series, one of which became a movie, and you know the Marvel properties themselves, of course, stretch across comics and books and film and TV and everything. For you, no matter what you're working on, is it, it does it all sort of come down to storytelling, regardless of the format it sort of ends up taking? If a project works, it works uh, for a writer the same way it works for a reader, which is you get transported. You're lost in the world. It's real to you. You don't realize you haven't eaten in 12 hours. You know, you, you, you cease to note the passage of time. That's what I crave. It's like a high for me, whether it's as a, a reader or as a writer. So I'm super aware of when the process is working and when it's not. And I do know this was absolutely the most fun I've ever had. Um, on any creative project. So I know that that's why at this point in my career, I'm lucky enough to be able to pick kind of what I'm doing. And this this is just such a great fit for me. Um, and it is storytelling, but it's also, uh, this really is the new Marvel, which you can, you know, decide whether you, you're down with that or not, but they really do, you know, this is a really girl-powered narrative. It is... Um, it is a tough girl story, and that is what I wanted to do, and it's what they wanted to do. And I was pretty impressed with that, you know. Uh, I got nothing but support. So, uh, you know, I, I've, I've been around comics long enough that I'm, I'm just really so kind of surprised and happy about the direction everything is going in. And I see that for my own 14-year-old who who eats it up and was so excited to see, you know, a woman Thor and all of this. And I think it's been kind of a great moment to get to, you know, be participate in it and be there firsthand. And I'm sure you're also, you know, beyond being very open about your own fandom, getting a real taste of the Marvel fandom as people are finding their way to the book. Uh, how's that? Uh, been like? Oh yeah. I mean, the Marvel fans, there's like nothing like that in the world. I mean, that's why it's so fun to see this sort of the place where Marvel and YA meet each other because, you know, historically now we've seen the shift where there are more women reading comic books than even men. So you get you get a similar shakedown in the fandom and you see a similar age demographic with the long spread that starts, you know, we have early teen readers or even before that going all the way through to grandparents. And we've seen that. I saw that with Beautiful Creatures and with Cami as well, my writing partner. So I mean, I think it's an interesting moment 
to be there, but there is no one quite as educated in what they love as a Marvel fan. And it is, you know, you will never get it right enough. You will never, you will, you will just have to enjoy the professionalism that all Marvel fans have towards, towards their universe. I respect the heck out of it, you know, Mm -hmm. but, but it's definitely a thing to be contended with. Mm -hmm. And you'll also be getting out there on tour, maybe with some other authors. uh... I am. We have a, uh, I am being joined on tour by the Women of Marvel, which is my favorite event at every Comic-Con, the Women of Marvel panel. If you haven't been to it, I suggest it. It is like nothing else, just this unbridled energy and, you know, men and women, boys and girls in there and all kinds of cosplay. But my tour is fully cosplay. It is many Women of Marvel joining me. Um, fabulous, you know, the costume designer for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., the fabulous Judy Stevens, who's the producer who's a, sort of the reigning cosplay expert at Marvel because we have a uh, cosplay contest running the whole time. I will be in cosplay the whole time. We have, um, you know, all kinds of Marvel social media. Uh, Marguerite Bennett, who writes A-Force, which is a an amazing new Marvel comic that's coming out. I have a, an event we, I'm just announcing today with G. Willow Wilson up in Seattle, but um, who does Ms. Marvel, which is probably my favorite of the new Marvel comics right now. So it'll be a hypercharged tour. I'm pretty excited about that. Should we expect any future Marvel titles from you, either with Black Widow or anybody else? You know, I'm never aware of what I'm allowed to say, okay. but I will tell you that uh, I would be, you know, you can do the math. I've never had more fun. And, <laughs> you know, you tell me what you think. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I could ask this. Are there any uh, characters that you would love the chance to uh, to, to dive into if the uh, opportunity arose? There are. And, there, and, uh, and because of how uh, much I want it to happen, that will, you will never hear that. <laughs> but I... I am really excited. I'm, I know that there will be some announcements soon, even not necessarily about stuff I'm doing. And I'm really excited for all of that because I am at heart a fangirl. Like, you know, everyone, what I care about is seeing these books happen. So I want, you know, yes, I want to do more. I want more than that. I want everyone to do more. These are powerful, great books for the readers we have, and I, I want to get them in their hands. So this, it's kind of a mission for me, and I, I want this to happen. Well, congratulations again on this book, and uh, best of Thank luck with the you. tour. Thank you so much. Once again, I've been speaking with Margaret Stoll, whose new novel, Black Widow, Forever Red, will be published by Marvel Press in October. Thank you for listening to PW KidsCast. Cast. 